Welcome, 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 fair listener. This, of course, is Lake Hooplins. I am Scott. I'm Brendan. It's um, Deuteronomy Morris. Deuteronomy. <laughs> you literally came up with that. When was that? That was <laughs> at the last podcast New Year's there. New Year's, yeah. Well, good for me. And, of course, that third voice there is state champion winning uh, head coach Joe Duffield. Good welcome, morning. Welcome again, coach. All right. We're going to get into it. Um, big Christmas break. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to everyone. Yeah, it was good. Good Christmas break. How about for you, Coach? It was wonderful. Great break. I uh, got a lot of basketball in, so that was good. And uh, ready to get back to the normal routine of school here this week. The normal grind of school starting up again. So the Allen In-N-Out Tournament, which happened directly after Christmas. Uh, Lake Highlands goes 2-2 two and two, uh, in the tournament. Uh, loss in a rematch to Lake Travis, 74-56. Beat Rockwall in the second game. Lost to Mesquite Horn on another rematch, uh, 59-56. And then beat El Paso Andrus, 60-42 in their final game. Give us some some ins and outs, if you will, of the Allen Tournament. Uh, yeah, it was a really good tournament field again. Uh, we were lucky to win it last year. And, and going back, uh, we knew our had our work cut out with us with Lake Travis. They're very good. They were at, going into it. They were ranked, um, you know, in the nation. Um, didn't play our best that game. Um, but I was really, really encouraged by the next three games. Um, the Rockwall game played very well over a good team. Uh, and then the Mesquite Horn game, even though we lost, I feel like was a real turning point for our team. Like something just kind of clicked in that game and, and how we played and controlled things that we could control in our effort and defense. Like I, I know we lost that game, but um, you know, I told the guys, some, sometimes when you lose, you really win. And sometimes when you win, you really lose. And that, that was an instance where I thought we did lose, but we – we kind of turned a corner in a way. Um, and then I think that carried over to the El Paso game and, and then carried over to this week. I've been really uh, pleased with the direction the team is going and how we've been playing. It looks like the trend is setting itself for a uh, solid defensive play. I mean, th- these scores would indicate uh, that the defense is really buttoning uh, up what had maybe had some some loose points uh, the early very early portion of the season is that fair? Yeah, I think the kids have been just um, playing really hard and and controlling their effort and um, utilizing our depth and quickness and athleticism and um, I, I think they're just buying in and understanding what it, what it's going to take here going forward. And the freshmen played in the Arlington Bowie. And they, they won that tournament, right? They won the Constellation Championship. Okay. They lost a tough one to Lake Ridge in the opening game, and then they won the rest of their games by big margins. And uh, and they won that uh, Constellation Championship at Arlington Bowie, so that was great. Good performance by them. Um, and, and our sub-varsities are, are really doing well. They're, they're, um, our, our freshman A and our JV are both undefeated in first place in district um, and playing really good basketball. So we're very proud of those those younger groups. Amazing. Um, the so to your point, you know the the loss to Horn and and then the the momentum you've sort of carried into this week uh, at Richardson last Tuesday, fifty two fifty tough one. Uh, yeah. Last second uh, loss uh, at Richardson. So you know what did the the team kind of take out of that uh, loss? Um, it was another one like the Horn game. I think. Um you know, I, I we told them after the game we're really proud of their effort. Um, we we did come up short. Um, we had the ball fifty to fifty with with 
18 seconds left. Um, so you're, you're playing in that circumstance to, to win or go to overtime. And, you know, just the, the ball bounced Richardson's way. They got a block and it bounced right out to their point guard who caught it with four seconds and he was able to get end to end. Um, and, and so that was an unfortunate ending, but, um, we played winning basketball start to finish. Um, we, we did a really good job defensively again on them. They did hit a couple of tough threes um, at times, but um, we played well enough to win and uh, we'll be back in that situation again. And, um, you know, I, I still um, just was proud of, of the way that we've been playing and, and the way we've been practicing and, and all of it. So um, it was a tough loss, but um you know, I think you're going to see this team kind of get rolling at the right time and, and do some special things as we get these rematches. And then, oh, sorry, how, how's, the, how's the health of the team? Just to give an update on that. People, guys are a little bit banged up going into the holiday break. Um, how, what's everybody looking like in terms of health? Yeah, a lot better. Um, you know, I, I think some of our guys are, are back and healthy now. And, um, you know, the, the Lake Travis game, we didn't have everybody. Um, the first game of that Allen tournament had some sickness and injuries and things. And then, um, you know, kind of these last couple games in last week has been the first time, like, all 15 guys have been, you know, practicing healthy and, and on board. So that's been good. And I think that actually showed up in Friday's game. Uh, yeah. So Pierce here, uh, 61-50 win for Lake Highlands. It's the best all-around game I've seen um, yeah. this season. And the rotation was deep mm -hmm. he played kind of everybody yep um i thought that lewis racine really added something um Absolutely. obviously he's super experienced from being on last year's team mm -hmm. good shooter um yep. which helps this yep. team for sure really good and quick and long and knows what to do on defense too so he had a couple of really nice kind of tips and blocks on presses uh that were really good zolan you know he's just athletic Man, he is an athletic <laughs> yes, <he> gentleman, is. <laughs> uh, and I think you got a couple of those guys. And the defense was great. Um, a two-point second quarter, yeah, that um, was huge, was really good. So, um, you know, what do you think that that the team took from the game? And, and in terms of the rotation, you know, uh, how did you sort of mix and match what you were trying to do? Yeah, I mean, we we felt like defense was going to be the most important part of that game with Pierce. We th we thought our quickness and athleticism could could help us and. Um, and then our depth, we were, we were a deeper team and, and we kind of saw them wear down. The second quarter was, was great defensively. Um, we really locked in, forced a lot of turnovers, you know, flew around. Um, yeah, absolutely great to see Lewis, um, you know, finally getting back to, to kind of where he was, you know, before getting that concussion. And um, he brings a huge punch to our team. Very proud of him and, and how he was able to step in and contribute. And and then Zolan did play very solid. I think the thing that really impressed me with Zolan against Pierce was his, was his decision-making. Um, you know, he didn't force anything, didn't have any bad turnovers. He really made some great passes. He had four assists, but probably could have had six or seven, made a couple other really good passes. And so it's just it's good to see him kind of putting it all together. Um and then, yeah, I, I thought a lot of guys came in and, and did great. And, again, it's kind of uh, something about that Mesquite Horn game. After that game, I really see something different in this team, a different confidence, a different um, belief in, in, in how we're attacking the game. So um, hopefully we can keep that rolling. That's a good segue um, in terms of pace, I think, because what I noticed in the Pierce game versus, you know, eight, nine prior games that I've watched – there was a calmness and a mm -hmm. confidence that has not been there. Correct. It was 
almost as though the game has slowed down for a lot of these guys, and maybe they're just getting more comfortable with a role that, that they've identified for themselves or perhaps one that you have encouraged them to jump into because there was no panic on uh, Friday night uh, in the Pierce game. It was very under control, even when there was, you know, many little spurt runs by, by, by Pierce. It was a different attitude from your team. Yeah, I think that was really evident at the end of the first quarter. I mean, they're up 21-15, um, you know, and we gave up a lot of points that first quarter and had some shots that didn't fall. Like, that's kind of been our Achilles heel at times this season, but there was no – our guys didn't have that same, like, doubt or wavering. They just did what they knew they could do and, and focused on their defense and played together and, and executed well when we when we called our stuff. And uh and yeah, to see that turnaround from yeah down twenty one fifteen um, to the second quarter being eighteen to two, that's I'm just seeing something different and, and loving it. I think the guys are doing a good job. Yeah, you can see Lewis is getting he's got to get his legs back too. Right? Yeah, uh, he hasn't had enough game action to like kind of really yeah because he the second he, half he comes in uh, you know coming off the bench hits a three like immediately mm -hmm. right there in the corner and then next possession I believe gets another chance at it and comes short from the other side yep. you could tell he didn't have his legs under him which is why the shot fell short so it's like kicking that rust off a little bit and getting back into it but that was super encouraging he's got a um, he's got a full fifth grade boys cheering section yeah. So my son and several other boys take lessons from yeah. Lewis. And so every time he touches the ball, it's just, Lewis, yeah. Or, I mean, any play, it's pretty funny uh, to watch. Uh, poor Logan. I mean, the guy's like a foul magnet. And he had two in the second half that were not even close to fouls. Um, but it just kind of it really gets him in trouble. And I, I don't think he's being over. I think he's actually playing great. Yeah, uh, It's just it's hard, <laughs> you know, when referees are doing that to you. He did get in some foul trouble, and and just going back to Lewis, yeah, I mean, he knocked down another big three, and his it was really active on defense and doing good things, and just happy to see him um, back to normal. You know, that concussion took its took a, took a good little toll on him, and um, it's been a long recovery, but but he he's, he's looked great this week. Very proud of him. And a very strong second half uh, from Elias Dement as well. Yeah. Um, I think he got a little frustrated in the first and then bounced back with a very solid second half. Hit a three-pointer uh, that he was, was very, very crucial. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, we were excited for him, too. Kind of a monkey off the back type yeah, of moment. It seemed like a little bit of a pressing was, was taking place, and that just kind of allowed everything to roll off his back a little bit. Which takes us to, of course, our Lake Hooplands Player of the Week, and we will give it to Coach Joe. Yeah, um, so a lot of games, again, in between the, the last podcast and this one, but uh, I thought somebody that really um, came in and played really well in both games this week was uh, sophomore DeBraylon Randall. Um, hit two big threes against Pierce, um, played great defense against Richardson, you know, has been rebounding and uh, cutting and finishing around the basket and, uh, you know, really done a, did a great job in the tournament as well. So uh, we're going to give it to sophomore DeBraylon Randall. Congratulations to DeBraylon Randall as the Lake Hooplands Player of the Week. And Brendan and I both noticed he has a really pretty shot, and he's mm -hmm. worked on it a lot. Yep. Um, and he does, of the young guys, he's got that at that alpha that we talked about mm -hmm. with Coach Ancy, right, where he, he wants to be out there and play and go to the rim and, and take a shot if he needs to take a shot. And he's another classic example of not being frantic. You know, I saw him pull down a couple of boards on Friday night, and instead of being you know, frazzled a little bit with, with where he needs to go with the ball next, casually pops it back out, 
gets a reset. I mean, just seems more mature in a span of a month, 30 days. Uh, hats off for sure. Yes, very good. Congratulations to Braylon to, for the Lake Hooplins Player of the Week. Um, let's get to our sponsors. Uh, of course, Wildcat Cleaners, Jamie and Ryan Mask over there uh, in the town center, very near the Hollywood feed, near the uh, the nail place over there that my children and wife like to go to all the time. You should go there. I've taken a look at your feet. That needs a pedicure. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know about that. I mean... I've never been to a nail place. Should I do that? Yeah, it's great. And yeah, maybe they can they can sponsor. But I tell you what, I do go to is the cleaners a lot. Uh, and Wildcat Cleaners is certainly a place that we don't need the national chains around here, man. Go local. Go over to Wildcat Cleaners. Uh, they'll do everything from curbside service to pickup and delivery. You can visit them at wildcatcleaners.com. And Highlands Family Dentistry, our good friend Dr. Jordan Luna over there in the Lake Ridge Village Shopping Center. Um you know, we've said so much, and and there's you can't stop saying nice things about Dr. Luna, even yeah. off the air. Well, and I think that uh, it's that time of year where you need to go in and get your uh, annual uh, cleaning done or biannual if you go twice a year. All, um, all your FSAs and HSAs have yep. reset. You can reset, <laughs> start, get those teeth cleaned. That's right. And you can start the year off with a nicer mouth. Uh, certainly clean out all the candy canes and whatnot junk that you've uh, consumed over the last three weeks. Yeah. And if your New Year's resolution is to eat less candy, your teeth are going to be in better shape. And so Dr. Luna will clean them up for you and get, get you ready to go for the new year. Yep. Give them a call. Give them a call. Go to HighlandsDentalDallas.com. That is Highlands Family Dentistry and our friend, Dr. Jordan Luna. Thank you very much to both of our sponsors. And now we're going to bring on our special guest. Um, Coach Joe will vacate uh, the seat, and we will bring on Coach Winfred Moore. I, d- I did want to give it just a quick uh, you know, word on, you know, it's great to have Coach Kerner on the podcast last uh, last podcast and, and, and Coach Moore here. Uh, we are so blessed and fortunate to have both these guys kind of leading our programs at the junior highs. Uh, Coach Kerner and Coach Moore uh, over the last five, six years have done a great job just laying the foundation with our kids. Um, you know, they coach the game the right way. They, they believe in our system and um, you just, we're just really lucky to have these guys in place. So excited for the listeners to get to know these guys a little bit more and I will, we'll step away and give it up to coach Moore. So as mentioned, uh, coach Winford Moore from Forest Meadow junior high. And as you sit down, um, I will definitely call it flower mound at some point. So just uh, roll with it if you would. <laughs> Why? Why is that? <laughs> is that know. just too hard for you? It really is. I see FM and all, all I think about is flower mound, but um, he's the head basketball coach at Forest Meadow junior high and the defensive defensive coordinator for the football team. Uh, where we'll just start with uh, welcome. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Thank you very much for, for being for having on. Me. Uh, where did you grow up? I grew up in Ruston, Louisiana, home of Louisiana Tech University, where Terry Bradshaw became famous. The great Terry Bradshaw. Yes. Also, the great Lamar Simpson, who's my father-in-law from <laughs> Ruston, Louisiana. So I've been to Ruston many times. And the mailman, Carl the Malone. Mailman, yes. That's yes. right. Um, so Grambling State is where you went to college? Yes. Excellent. Uh, the HBCU in Ruston, Louisiana. It's actually in Grambling, Louisiana. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's just like, uh, what, one step further west. One step further west. Exactly okay. right. That's Perfect. Right. Uh, a veteran of Desert Storm. Yes. Uh, so thank you very much for your service. Um, Brendan's 
you know, he would never serve, but I totally would. I'd love to serve. I'm a little bit fat. A little too fat and old to serve at this particular you're, moment. You're not making it through basic training anytime soon? No. Uh, so, yeah, give us what, what was your uh, role in Desert Storm? When did you go? What was your uh, tour of duty? Um, I went, actually, when I graduated high school in 87, I had several scholarship offices to go to college. And one day this recruiter came up, but he wasn't in uniform. And my mother was like, you going with him. So I was like, what school is this? And Southern Arkansas had been at me pretty hard. And I thought he was another recruiter from Southern Arkansas. Well, this is football or basketball? This was uh, actually track. Oh, track. Track. Okay. Mm-hmm. track. And I played my first love is baseball. Okay. Then basketball. And I ran track. And um, I had, like most, I skipped class to get out to take the ASVAB. And I scored pretty high on it. Silly me, stupid me. And so he came, was like, hey, you did really well on this test. And are you interested in going in the military? I was like, no. I just didn't want to be in school and in class that day. <laughs> <laughs> Always a good reason to skip. Yeah. So I just, you know, decided to go take this test and see what it was like. And my mother was like, no, you're going. So when I graduated high school in 87, I, I went, to, went to the Army. And in 90, I went off to the Gulf War. I was what they call a quartermaster. I was a chemical detonation specialist. Okay. So I was a quartermaster. So I have you ever seen anybody like in full chemical gear? The movie Hurt Locker. Yes. And, and The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> and The Rock. Stanley Goodspeed. <laughs> Just throw that in there. That was me. Okay. Every, literally every single day with masks, gloves, the whole suit on every single day. So I would have to go in and detect if there was any chemical agents before the whole battalion unit moved in. So I did that over, and I was over there for six months. Okay. Yes. Uh, very hot in that suit? Extremely hot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot it's of a sweat. Hot, hot yeah. part of the world, and then they put you in a giant uh, yes. explosive suit. Yes. Uh, very cool. And then, uh, I guess, forward-looking for you, uh, when you knew you were going to be a junior high um, football and basketball coach you served as a juvenile warden and probation officer <laughs> so it would give you that unique experience yes. for junior high i think i um always had a passion for working with um kids and always i got into politics early with my grandfather in ruston and so i always wanted to help those that was less fortunate in the criminal justice system and after i got my master's in criminal justice i actually was working for the federal government department of interior and that's when I started working for juveniles. Uh, I was living up in the D.C. area. And being a Cowboy fan in the D.C. area didn't go quite well, especially in the it's 90s. tough in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, and this was like 94, so the Cowboys was rolling. And I was the triplest, biggest cheerleader. I didn't make it no secret. So I came back and got my master's. And, and I said, well, uh, I got an offer from a place called Corsicana to go to Corsicana. So I was like, okay, why don't you come here and work after I got my master's? So I ended up moving to Corsi, to Corsicana in 97, and I worked for, uh, it's a program called the Texas Youth Commission. And I did that, and then I ended up moving to Dallas and working for Dallas County, and that's how I've been working with juniors for now, what, 25, 26 years. So the, the, the one that I know of is off of I-30, is that juvenile that is, correction yes, facility there. Yes, that is Hemingway Juvenile Justice. That's, um, that is the detention center where all kids in Dallas County, that's where they go to. And then they get um, go to wherever they're assigned to. Okay. And I ran, uh, actually I ran a boot camp, and I ran a, um, a 96-bed facility. Now, do you think Brendan could go through that boot camp, <laughs> as previously discussed? Does he look like a boot camp <laughs> candidate? Brendan would be good for about one day. <laughs> Man, that's that's giving me a lot of credit. I was thinking I was thinking more like a half day, uh, but that's good. 
How did you get into um, the Lake Highland system from a coaching standpoint? Believe it or not, there was a young lady that works at Lake Highland High School by the name of Miss Rockwell who knew I had previously taught college down in Navarro College. And she asked me if I was interested in teaching um, junior high. They had this new program coming on um, called Kate that was focusing on criminal justice. And they needed someone to junior high level. And I told her, yeah, I would do it. Very cool. Yes. You've got uh, some nice facilities coming under uh, construction and completion, I guess, at Forest Meadow, not Flower Mound, Forest <laughs> Meadow. Um, what are the expectations and timelines on that for, for this school year? What's, what's the latest on that? Um, when we go back Monday, we're supposed to be able to move into the new wing. Oh, very So okay. all the portables are gone. Uh, we have a new gym that Coach Duffield going to love, the floor. They redid our big gym. As long so, as it doesn't warp like the high school <laughs> floor. <now. laughs> Better success than that guy. Hopefully not. <laughs> and so we're excited about that. So everyone will be moving in actually tomorrow. So some, some teachers have been moving in this weekend. And we're really excited about it because – Forest Meadow was what? Built in 1967. And I was born in 69, so you know it's old. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, so. it looks great uh, just dr- on the drive-by perspective. Uh, it looks like they've, it's kind of come together fairly quickly, too. Has it been too much of a burden on you and getting getting ready for this current basketball season, which uh, you know takes place in the late fall and then going into the, sp- into the spring? It's been somewhat challenging. The most disappointing, the most thing for me, the most disappointing thing is that I want the kids to be able to experience playing at home. So neither this group or last year group never got experience, a chance to experience playing at Forest Meadow. Now, the benefit of that is that they're already playing at Lake Holland, so they know what that feel like. But So they were playing their games at the high school? Yes, we okay. play our game at the freshman center over there at the HGM. Okay. So, but they do practice in it. But the seventh grade group, which is a pretty good team, they'll get a chance next year to play over there. And so hopefully we can give my good friend Jeff Kerner, uh, give him a run for his money next year. I don't know. He seems to be pretty high in my Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. Probably, he let is, you, yeah. probably gives you well, the you business know, <laughs> on that. He gets some, you know, it's, it helps when you get some ringers coming in. So, you know, he got a couple of ringers, but I beat him up in football, so. Yeah, we, we, took, a, we took a little <laughs> look at that, too. Now, um, how would you describe, do you like to see Charlie Oswalt down in the low post, or do you like kind of how he floats out <laughs> a little bit uh, and hits one behind the arc? Stretch four. Yeah. I want Charlie down in the post. Did you hear that? Did you hear that, Charlie? And we had an extensive conversation before the break. <laughs> when we come back on, to practice on Tuesday, Charlie would be in that post. However, if you get a mismatch, then go, Charlie. That's right. But Charlie is one of the kids that he has that it. Uh, there's been a, several kids that I've talked to Coach Duffield about that say, hey, he needs to go straight basketball. Charlie is one of those kids that need to do basketball and baseball. He's just that talented in basketball. I mean, his talent, he hasn't even begun to reach it yet. And when he does, Charlie's going to be I'm, – I'm hoping to just to see him explode come by next – hopefully next Thursday. Next Thursday. Yes. There you go. That's right. And you've got other any, – any other players you want to highlight on the basketball team just, you know, because you've got the floor? Um, there's a kid uh, named Jalen that, uh, that plays guard. Um, Erickson, Brandon uh, – Brady Erickson that plays really good. This kid's just – they're coming together. Um, a lot of kids that's – we're like gritty kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know – you all may, are you all familiar with that Boston Celtic teams of the 80s, like the, the yes, Danny McHale's, the DJ's, you know, those kids, they just agitate you and agitate you well. Have a group like that, and 
and I'm hoping that Charlie is my Larry Bird. <laughs> uh, how, how he much, does play like him. I yes. will say that. This, this, that's, a, that's a game that, that's pretty comparable. So you mentioned talking to, to Coach Duffield. You know, how, how much do you guys talk and collaborate on the system and the players and, and those types of things? A lot. Um, the, the blessing of it is that Coach Duffield is, has been engaged from the moment he got here. And he remembered the first, uh, our first team was actually um, Noah McDavid and um, – that group, Mitch Colson, Christian Bernard, Adam, that team actually won a championship at Forest Meadow. And then, obviously, uh, my favorite team was with Samson Allerton, um And that team, that Samson led us uh, in junior high, him, um, Klein, Carson Klein, mm-hmm. they were together. So that was a great group of kids. Um, but Coach Duffield, it's just certain kids that just have it. And when I recognize that, I say, hey, Coach, this, is, this kid has it. But what I love about Coach Duffield, he even takes kids that's kind of rough and works with, for example, Jair Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time when Jair was at Lake Holland, I had Forest Meadow, we didn't have a B team. So either you made it that 15 or you didn't make it at all. And Jair was my 15th pick. Wow. And I have this grade. Some of this grade can be attributed to Jair. <laughs> <laughs> and Coach Deffield can testify to it. Jair, but he worked, and I saw him worked and worked, and I saw Samson do the same thing. We have open gym in the summertime. We used to before the construction at Forest Meadow. And a lot of the uh, kids on the team from both Forest Meadow, uh, Lake Highland High School, and uh, Lake Highland Junior High, they would come up and play, fathers included. And Jair would come up and Samson would come up and they would just play and play and play. And I just saw him just grow. And so it's a kid over there now, Sincere Anderson. Yeah. Um, Sincere is going to be one. Braylon, you have um, Braylon's over there. Um, uh, yes, Braylon's over there. He's another one that came through. But there's a, another kid that's coming that's playing, um, that's playing freshman. And I call him Superstar. But his name is Mason Spangler. Okay. He is talented. Mason Spangler has that it. He, you can put Mason Spangler, you can play a game of tennis, and he'll probably win. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, be, like, we'll be on the lookout for Mason for sure. Yes. Yeah, you know, and, and I think – so do they have open gym times, like, consistently at the junior high, at the high school? What does that look like? Because that, for me, when I was coming up, um, we, we, I was like those guys. I just yeah. wanted to play, like, all the time, and, yes. and certainly in the summer, yes. we'd have you know somebody's job would be to open the gym at nine or ten in the morning and close the gym at five, and like we'd be up there playing eight hours a day, like yes. just everything. The great thing, Coach Duffield will come over this spring and he'll bring a calendar and say, "Hey, this is what we got going on," and those that's going to basketball they can jump in right away. And in addition to that, I coordinate with him and say, "Hey, Coach, we have an open gyms. Generally, we do it every Tuesday." And the kids can come up Tuesday evening from 5 to 7. I just let them play. Actually, um, you all heard of Jeffrey Simmons, the defensive tackle. Jeffrey Simmons came up and played. Uh, We've had uh, DJ Chalk, the wide receiver from the NFL. So we have – I have a relationship with this agent that he brings up some of his players, NFL players. And they come and play open gym with us. So we have the kids get the chance to take pictures with them and play with them. So we generally do it. And actually, that agent has already called me. It's like, yo, as soon as the draft open, you know – Jeff and them, they'll be here. They work out here. They want to come up and play. So we have guys that'll come up and we'll just let them play. I'll be in there every Tuesday and just let them run. That's amazing. Um, so you said you just got back from Ruston. So yes. what, was, what was your Christmas break like? My Christmas break was amazing. I have a um, 33-year-old son who's a police that graduated from Gramley, and I have a 13-year-old daughter, 20 years apart, right? That contributes to the grade two. <laughs> that was a, that's that a great plan. Yes, yes that plan. <laughs> Look. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my son. Uh, my son actually played with one of the um, 
one of the dominant basketball teams in uh, Metroplex. He went to James Madison. Mm-hmm. They won a state championship in 2010. Okay. Um, so he was a captain on that team. Um, and so he plays basketball. My daughter is a, a gymnast. She travels the country doing gymnastics, but now she's gotten into cheerleading, so go figure. <laughs> Those two <laughs> things lead to one another yes, often. Yes, they do. Yes, and are very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so in the midst of going traveling, I've been taking her to open gyms, to gymnastics, to tumbling. So there's always something with her. But I spend it um, with my kids. I uh, just recently became a grandfather, so I have an 11-month-old that I've already put a basketball in his hand. Congratulations, <laughs> yes, Coach. Yes, yes, he is. His father is 6'4". All right. Can you believe that I've been the same height since, like, the fifth grade? <laughs> oh, man. I played center uh, from up until I got to the ninth grade. I was the five. Yeah. And so I, w- I guess God punished me because he knew not to let me be 6'4", 6'5". <laughs> My late father was 6'5". All of my uncles were 6'4", 6'5". My son is 6'5". And here I am, 5'7". My father found the shortest lady in Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> and he's 6'5". And, um, and God rest his soul. And she's like 4'5". I was like, really? You couldn't find anybody these 5 feet? So I, God punished me because I used to punish people when I played the 5. Oh, I talk trash. My wife's 4'11", so I, I feel you. <laughs> Uh, All right, let's get to our full court press with Coach Moore. You going first or you want me to? Go for it. Patton or Schwarzkopf? Oh, that's easy. Patton. (laughs) Feed me, follow me, or get out the way. Hey, he's on on my uh, dinner list. Yes. All right, um, this is an easy one for you, so I'll say I'll change it. Uh, Baseball or basketball? To play basketball, to watch all day, you can take me to Ranger Stadium, and I'm good. I can watch baseball all day long. See, I'm with you. Yes. Everyone's like, baseball is so boring. I'm like, no. it's so peaceful and amazing. Okay, think about this. What is the only sport that you can go 300 in and go to the Hall of Fame? Yep. If you shoot three out of ten free throws, Coach Duffy is going to bench you. That's true. If Dak, he bet not be 30% today, he's going to get benched. But you can be three for ten in baseball, and that's a Hall of Fame career. I think it's the greatest teaching sport for kids because that yes. is what I'll, I taught my kids. I'm like, yes. You can fail yes. 70%, of, 70% the of the time and be in the Hall of Fame. So you can't let failure yes. like stop you from, from going forward. Well, look at Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, Bo Jackson, and Deion Sanders all said that baseball by far was the hardest sport. The hardest thing to do is to hit a fastball, to hit a baseball. It is. It is absolutely the hardest thing to do. So, uh, We have trouble hitting golf balls, <laughs> and they're stationary. Uh, and so, All right, uh, Shawshank Redemption or The Great Escape? Man, The Great Escape was before I was born. That was a good one with Steve McQueen, Charles It's a Ronson. fantastic movie. Uh, but The Shawshank, was, that was great. Give me The Shawshank. Okay. Morris, you, you've seen both. I've seen both. Um, I'm going to say Shawshank just yes. because of the the uh, recency bias yes. that exists. However, I have seen The Great Escape within the last 24 months. It's pretty awesome. It is. It's amazing. Yeah, it is. How about this one, Coach? Eddie Robinson or Doug Williams? There would be no Doug Williams if that wasn't from if that wasn't an Eddie Robinson. That's true. Can't explain it better than that. NBA hoops or NCAA hoops? <sighs> At this point in time, give me March Madness. Okay. Give me March Madness. I know your answer. Yeah, mine is no uh, knows no boundaries. It's NCAA all yes. day long. I could go sit in a uh, 
neutral gym site and watch yes. uh, college basketball f- probably for 15 hours or so, I'd say. You know, I grew up watching basketball. I watched the greatest college basketball game ever, 1979, Indiana State against Michigan State. There you go. Bird versus men. Yes. It was the first one. It was like televised. I'll never forget it. You know, the TV turned off at 10 o'clock. And Larry Bird was just amazing. And they came in undefeated. A lot of people don't realize that. They were undefeated. Mm -hmm. And it was just like that robbery. To see it transform, to go from college to the pros like it did was just absolutely amazing. I grew up a Celtics fan uh, because my dad was a Celtics fan because of largely the uh, well, it was really Bill Russell more than anybody else. He's a little he was a little bit older. God rest his soul. And um, uh, it just the way that the Celtics played basketball was unlike anything else, and it was a machine. Uh, that's that really will stand the test of time. I believe it will. Yes. And I have one last bonus full court press question for you. Superior Bar and Grill or Superior Steakhouse? I am a vegetarian now. Oh, come <laughs> on, man. I'm, I say I have a 13-year-old daughter. I got to keep up. <laughs> but give me a Superior Bar and Grill. You got to tumble. <laughs> Superior Bar and Grill, for those who don't know, uh, a wonderful uh, Mexican food place in yes. Shreveport, Louisiana. Yes. That's probably my favorite nachos and to-go margarita joint in the world. <laughs> yes. uh, it's a great place. So that was our full court press with Coach Moore. And we will thank him for his time. We very much appreciate you coming on. Thank you all for having me. And we will uh, do the musical chairs again and get Coach Duffield back to the mic to discuss the upcoming slate of games between podcasts. Um, So we've got three games, which is a little odd. You guys are skipping a a Tuesday in there, it looks like. Um, Are you skipping Friday? Uh, we have a bye. Yeah, that's scheduled. That one's off. Uh, we play this week, Tuesday, Friday, and then we are off Tuesday after Martin Luther King Day. We have a bye. Gotcha. Yep. All right. So three games coming up, all road games yep. uh, at Nimitz on Tuesday. Yep. Uh, at Irving on Friday. Off on uh, Tuesday. The 12th. That's right. And then back at Berkner on Friday. So what are we looking at for the um, Irving schools? Because you haven't played Nimitz or Irving yet. Yeah, so that'll wrap up the first round for us. Um, you know, they, they are both kind of, uh, I would say, on the, the bottom side of the district. Um, so I just, I'm excited to keep building. I mean, I really do feel like uh, there's something about that the Allen tournament that really clicked for our team. Um, I've been very pleased with how we've played since that second game at the Allen tournament on. Uh, and I just think, you know, we, we talk all the time with our guys about getting hot at the right time and playing your best basketball going into February and March. And, uh, I, I really do believe our teams over the last three, four years have really done that well. And I just think this week is another, um, opportunity for us to, to get going in that direction of getting hot at the right time. And I think these are good momentum builders to the end of uh, the district slate as well, because when we uh, come back from these three road games, uh, it'll be Jesuit at home. And there's going to be some revenge hanging in the air on that bad boy. And football is over, everyone. Uh, And so get to the games. It really helps. Um, Yes. As a player, as a fan. I thought the Pierce game, there were a lot more fans there. 
um, than I'd seen previously. So the holidays being over, I think, helped. There were a lot of Pierce fans uh, as well, yep. which we discussed their rowdy attitude during the game. Yeah, they're a little more passionate than I uh, anticipated. I thought I was going to have to get loud there for a second. So let's build momentum over these next uh, two weeks. We will be back January 21st, right before the Jesuit game. Uh, so please, of course, listen to Lake Hooplands. Thank you to our sponsors, Highlands Family Dentistry and Wildcat Cleaners. And we will talk to you next week. Happy New Year. Go Cats. Thank you, guys.